podcast another week another array of topics to talk about you know me i'm your host damari music lover aspiring music a&r i just had the conversation with somebody this week like a music mentor of mine like i need to like i shouldn't be calling myself an a&r but i should be calling myself an aspiring a&r so that's why i go by so yeah just a, just a little bit tip but that's me though so it's your boy Cozy, also known as Joe Budden, Joe Star, also known as Damari's third best friend. So let me know what's up. Let me know what's popping. Yep. And it's Finay back at it again, representing for the females of Broward County. Uh, we do it for us. Let's get into it. All right. So now I'm affirming all the listeners are doing great this week. And even if you're not, I'm affirming you'll do better next week or do better in the coming days. I know everybody's going through it right now, especially in these times. I just kind of want to this this episode, we're going to try to definitely connect with more of our audience with some of these topics, our listeners, you know, our, our supporters, things of that nature. And uh, with that being said, we're going to get into our first topic. But we do have this week's artist spotlight. So the artist of this episode is Mikey Moore, straight out of Broward County, a lot of the region. You know, shout him out, shout out all his things, shout out what he's doing, and shout it away. So Mikey Moore's new track on his new EP, Choose Him Up, we got slept on. Search for the bag, search for the bitches. I made the rain, po, I got the gas, I got the business. Bitch, you with angels, I want a bag, I kill a nigga. I make the pain short, give him a different type for him to lay on. Niggas be bitching till I make his name. Search for the bag, search for the bitches. I make the rain, po, I got the gas, I got the business. Bitch, you with angels, I want a bag, I kill a nigga. I make the pain short, give him a different type for him to lay on. Niggas be bitching till I make his name go on. Don't you like me? I ain't never been no feisty bitch. I just wanna chew with my pisces bitch. A pint of drink is gone with my liveliness. I lean toward my evil. Puncture next when I step with my Nike kicks. I gotta fight with my five real nights with kicks. And how your man be the shooter and the type to miss. Yeah, that was Mikey Moore on his Choose Him Up EP. Slept on. All right, so Joe is going to pretty much start us off with our first topic. So, uh, Joe. Oh, sorry. He goes by Cozy now. I'll let y'all know that. He doesn't want me to call him Joe. He wants me to call him Cozy. So It's been Cozy. Always Cozy. Stay Cozy. Remember that. But yeah, I got the first topic. I got a thing that I want y'all to talk about. This is very important to me, important to everyone I know. This is something I just really want to share with y'all. It's similar to the trend that we've been seeing on Twitter recently. It is called How It Was versus How It's Going. And that's a very big topic to me because because I realized that personally, and this is something we can all relate to, progress. We want something so instantaneously that we forget that things take time. Nothing happens overnight. Even, you know, something my dad always used to tell me, hey, it might take 30 years for an overnight sensation, but it's that progress that you're making that's going to make that overnight sensation. And I always took that to me to this day. Sometimes I forget it. Sometimes I, I don't care about it. But this is important. And honestly, I could say this is important with Vinay when she's doing her music thing. This is with Damari when it came to this podcast. We forget about that progress. We forget about shit. 
it's going to take a little bit more than a day or two or three. It might take damn near years to get where we need to get to. So the first thing I ask y'all is when it comes down to it, do you ever feel like you lack patience, that your mindset lacks that ideology that's saying, yo, it's going to take time, but as long as I keep going at it, I'm going to get where I need to get. There was, there was a lot of impatience at first, just because I was seeing what the landscape was like, man, if I do that, just like that, imagine if I do that like 10 times better than that, you know what I'm saying? I could definitely get a, create a lot more impact if I just use that and just like fuse it with my own ideas and be can like be consistent with it. I definitely thought like, okay, this is just going to blow up. But obviously, you know, the details and just even with this podcast just now, cause like, they're not going to hear it now. We've been dealing with like a lot of bullshit where the sound ain't right. My sound going in and out and stuff like that. So it's like just even this process and recording tying into your topic yes there has to be a patience within the process especially when you're going into the creative field of things like it's not just going to hit right away so I guess that's that's how I'd answer that for me it's like I I was born without patience like I am one of those people I want it now like if I'm not gonna wait on anybody to get anything that I want for me, I'm just going to go get it myself. So when it comes to my dreams and aspirations, I'm constantly working on that every day. But working through that and listening to my mentors and things like that, watching them live out their dreams, I've had to learn how to develop patience because anything that's worth fighting for, anything that's real, I would say you have to have patience to get it because things that are quick, that come quick, they leave just as fast. So I've had to develop patience over time. It's, it's, it's really not an easy thing for me. I can imagine that it's not easy for, you know, you guys listening out there. Um, but I'd love to know, like, share some stories. Like, how do y'all deal with, like, frustrating situations? How do we get through that, you know? Facts, facts. Especially, like, right now. Like, come on, bro. How, many, how often is it that we go on Amazon, we go on some shit, and we buy it one-day shipping, two-day shipping? And we get it so fast that we even forget, like, oh, like, we damn near just looking at the door for a whole day, just waiting for our package to be delivered that we just ordered five minutes ago, you feel me? So we lose that that patience, and that patience is the first step to the process. Because, honestly, Demario, even they, like, everything we do that's creative, everything that we do that's, like, long and hard, we got to do it. You know, we got to go to work. We got to go do all the shit that we got to do just to make it to the place that we got to go to. And that's the process. Because as we've seen on Twitter, we only see one side to it. We see, you know, a picture of them before. We see their business when they first started out, when they only had like one sale. Now they're making, you know, 40, 50 sales a day. And we don't see the process of that. We only see that one step. Like we only, and then we should be like, oh shit, I can be just like that. I can get to that exact same point. You know, I can do it even better than they can. Like we, we judge things before we can actually research and understand that it's going to take time before we even get there because shit, we're going to listen to back to this same podcast episode one day and say, damn, we came a long way from where we started because we were patient. We had the process. We kept going at it. We kept going at it because yeah, we, we have hellish problems in sounds, especially just the, like bring it back to the other day when me, Demar and Vinay were just yelling at each other because we were just figuring out what the fuck we doing. And we got so many different ideas and so many different plans that, it takes time to realize that, all right, we do it one step at a time, one step at a time. And 
that also can create a lot of anxiety with some people because I, I see some people who want things so instantaneous that they start to get nervous when things take a little longer than they expect. Like some things just don't happen fast as, as fast as ever. And they just start getting like, they're going crazy. They make it, they having breakdowns because of the fact that we're so used to this instantaneous satisfaction that we forget that it takes some time for actually good things to build. Because just the other day, I'm, I'm taking a shower and I'm overthinking. I'm saying like, damn, I got like, I got 10 assignments due by Monday. I have, you know, I want to start learning computer security. I want to learn how to photo, like do Photoshop. I want to learn how to, you know, video edit. I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to do this. And I'm like, shit what am I doing? Like, if I'm overbearing myself with all these things, I start to get nervous because why am I putting so much stress on myself? Why am I putting so much emphasis on things I need to get satisfied instantaneously when I can say, yo, if I die, I die. So I got to make sure I take it one step at a time because there's no way for me to handle all these things and expect myself to get that far. A lot of what I've been seeing is, yeah, just general progression. You start somewhere and then you build towards a certain goal or destination that you set. Um, whether it be a goal in the, a person you may want it in a relationship or that business you wanted to start or uh, that, that garden you wanted to start uh, harvesting, you had to start planting the seeds and now you have a great beautiful garden. So just general human uh, progression. Another aspect that I wanted to bring into like the how it started versus like how it's going is like people shooting their shots in women's DMs. It's like I don't even know what the saying was. I don't even get how it became so popular. Like you so icy I'm a glacier. What? Like is that some, like Mind you, I don't know how to talk to people in DMs. Like, I, I really just be like, hey, how you doing? Like, you know, trying to be, <laughs> I just be. That's the same shit we was talking about. I was like, tell y'all boys, take a lesson in the sauce, God. In the DMs, it's not for everyone. But shit. Because niggas is going to slip on a piece of ice. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> talking about some Glacier Boy. You niggas is going to slip. I'm going to tell you something right now. You know, there has to be, even in, even in like that whole you know, snowflake thing, you know, niggas is trying to do that in, in, in women's DMs or vice versa. I mean, just the just even the general approach is just like niggas that's what we have to like start building upon, just our approach and just how we do people gotta get more clever on social media is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because like everybody's trying to like emulate these celebrities. I for example, I'll give you an example. Like I saw this one guy kind of emulate what Quavo was saying. You so icy, I'm a glacier. And they were like, Chicks was like, okay, you got a Birkin bag like Quavo? Cause like, we know we can't reach these expectations. I mean, depending on who you are, but I just find it so interesting how easy it is to see what people we look up to do and then try and emulate them thinking it's going to work. Like it's not. These niggas slide in the DMs on some shit that they got to realize that when you shoot your shot, you are not shooting your shot at someone you see on the street. Because when you shoot your shot on someone you see on the street, it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Every girl on this planet got at least two to three people they can just talk to at any point. You feel me? Don't matter what they say. They lying like shit. They tell you, no, nah, they, don't, they don't got no one to talk to. Every girl on this planet has like two to three that they can talk to. So your goal isn't to be that one person that, you know, you get their shot. Your goal is to replace whoever the fuck they're talking to already. 
So you gotta step on some shit that they not really posting to see. Like, like if you gonna follow on some shit, if you see a girl on the DMs, don't hit her with the hey, how you doing? All right. You like a picture. No, you like older pictures. She gonna see go to your page. And if she sees their page and like, okay, this person look cool, this person look fuckable, she gonna like your shit back. That's when you slide into the DMs. Like off face alone, you're not sliding no DMs. They're not gonna pay you no attention. You gotta let it be known. Like you gotta approach it. Similar to how you approach in a person. You're like, hey, if she don't respond back, that's just it. Your hey in the DMs is liking shit. That's your hey. How about how, how about if I be like, hey, beautiful? You a simp. <laughs> I can't say hey, beautiful. Get that shit out of here, dog. The nigga she fucking gonna laugh at you. Why, why I gotta be? But if I think she beautiful, I can't just say she beautiful. When I hit on a girl, I don't hit on like a facial feature. Like I don't be seeing like looking at her face and be like, oh, your eyes are so beautiful. No, you got to look at some shit that no one else peeped before. Like you got to be like, yo, you know, I like your hair. Like what you been doing with your, you know, what products you been using? Do something that they actually care about. Don't hit on some shit that every nigga and they moms approach on. Because if you approach on that shit, they're going to be like, I already heard that before. This ain't interesting. This, this person is the same like every other nigga. They just want to fuck me. You probably are trying to just fuck. But you can't be like every other nigga. You got to hit it on a different level. You so icy. I'm a glacier. And then what if you what if you say a catchphrase and then you add the snowflake? Don't do what you see celebrities do. They got money. They can do stupid shit. And they all somebody going to do is just laugh on them at Twitter. Like, that's all they're going to do. They They got money enough to do shit like that. Yeah, I seen I seen uh what's his name like or like oh sweetie was like I guess she subheaded somebody's tweet was like you know she gotta make sure you know he ain't playing no games da, 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 da. I get I'm guessing she's trying to say like if niggas ain't got you know what I'm saying Quavo sort of income it's like what you putting the snowflake in here for you niggas need to put what they said the uh the broke version of the um the snowflake is like the 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 uh, the watching eyes that's what they said you know like the two eyes. Yeah. <laughs> So that's for, yo, I've used that mad times. So I guess you see how you haven't gotten a response yet, right? Because that shit is something that's like thirty niggas in their DMs already doing. And if you think a shorty bad, damn, you're somebody else who thinks she bad too. Like unless you're hitting on like the dumbest, ugliest girl you've ever met in your life, don't be hitting them on some shit that you think that oh you unique. No, you're not. So so I can't think she's special and unique. I can't think she's beautiful. How am I supposed to get this girl? You can think she's special and unique, but don't hit her up saying, you're so sweet. You're so beautiful. You're so unique. Like, you know, no. They're going to be like, oh, thank you. And then pass you on. Like, like you just basically, if you do shit like that, you're a gas station nigga. Like, you just a nigga at the gas station saying, hey, mama, you cute. Like, nobody holler. No, like, no one really paying those niggas attention. You got to be on some shit that, oh, hey. Like, really got to be on some different shit. Like, my 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 personal thing, I only hit on, like, dark-skinned natural girls. So, my thing is hair. They love talking about their hair. Unless they're lazy natural, they love talking about their hair. I like I like to use Shea Moisture. Like, they talk about, like, because Shea Moisture is not, not black-owned, so I'm assuming they probably, like, got some different... They like to talk about their hair products, what conditioners they use, and, and shit like that. That's, that's what you're saying? <laughs> And if you're a saucy nigga or if you're a saucy individual, you can swipe that from that point to like a whole conversation about them and then talk about what they like to do, figure out what they want to do. And honestly, unless like, and then you'd be like, all right, I see you. But don't be on some like really, oh, following behind them type shit. You don't want to follow behind them. 
Because once they see that you just like agreeing with everything they're saying, they're not gonna really be fucking with you like that. That's pretty much it. Like niggas, if you got money, you can you can look legit holler at a bitch and say, "Hey, yo, bitch, come here." As you got your nice piece on. But if you if you not like balling like young boy, you can't be hitting no. Hey, yo, bitch, come here. You can't be on that shit. You gotta play it in, like how you play it. You feel me? You gotta be on. If you make less than a hundred thousand a year, or shit. If you're making a, a less than a hundred thousand every six months, like these artists is, you can't be hollering at the bitches like the artists are. You gotta be hollering at them like how you can afford to holler at them. So, so you so I'm the you you niggas gotta be the hey beautiful like I said. See, I gave that advice out for niggas that can't say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey beautiful, how you doing? How was your day? On God, if you listen to Damari, not only will you not get any girls, but they will charge you with a felony. Especially if you ugly as shit, don't try that shit. And you ugly, bitches take that as offensive. <laughs> so you could call a woman, say you could say "Hey, bitch" to a girl, but you can't say "Hey, beautiful." See, this whole shit is backwards, and y'all got me playing a backwards game, bro. If you got money, you can step on bitches' heads, but if you broke, you don't try "Hey, hey, hey, bitch, hey, beautiful." Hey, bitch, gonna get you like laughed at. And hey, like the only people that be like, okay, the hey bitch shit, if if the, it's the person she already fucking, like if she already fucking that nigga, he can say pretty much whatever the fuck he want to say, and she gonna fuck with it. I've said some crazy. I remember I used to say some crazy. I, I remember one time I was in the car with my homie, and I was trying to prove a point. Like, yo, when you fucking with a girl, you can say damn there whatever you want. And I dead ass said to the bitch, hey yo bitch, let me see your titties. And she sent me pictures of her titties. So that won't catch niggas a charge? If you already in them guts, in them cheeks, you can say pretty much whatever you want because she already fucked with you. But if you're trying to fuck with her, like if you just met her or if you just in the DMs, do not say, hey, bitch, hey, beautiful. Because that shit will get you blocked, like seen, left on red, all that shit. Because honestly, I've been turned down a lot. So I had to pick up some lessons from that shit. Man, we kind of talked, we obviously we talked about relationships and all that other stuff last week. So once again, we, you know, listeners go back and listen to our last episode, episode four, because we gave a whole, gave it up about relationships and stuff like that. But this kind of ties into kind of fellas, ladies, y'all need to change the plays up. Y'all got to change your approach up just a little bit. You could still be you, but kind of change your approach. Like Kobe said, you could be the same animal, but a different beast. We got another topic coming up, but y'all know how we do. We got another tune from Mikey Moore called Paranoid. Verification, I'm certified in any field that result in the body. You heard it through word of mouth, niggas talking. I promise that nigga fuck nigga body. Same niggas who posting their lady as women crush. I guarantee you that bitch is a body. Tell me I call Zali God body. Hundred and eighty-seven, that's a homie. Like your versatile and your flourishing. I don't know why the labels haven't seen you. Your arsenal keep growing. I don't know why you plotting on your freedom. Start with the narrative. It's tied. Check on your stamina. You blind. It's only casual. I'm lying. Straight hypothetical. Just telling a vibe, yeah. Move to the side, yeah. Money on my mind, yeah. Can't wait so time, yeah. Bitch, we on that grind. Till we break these railings off. Hard to trust anybody, bitch. I be too paranoid. I'm always on point. I hear you get smoked like a joint. You gon' read what you sowing. Better know both sides of the coin. So, this next topic that I wanted to talk about 
uh, was pretty much dealing with social media fact checkers. So if you guys have been noticing during this whole pandemic, there's been a lot of information that's been put out to the public, whether it be through news media, which is on your television, or social media, which is on your cell phone. So between those two mediums, there's been a lot of information released, and there have been systems of fact-checking, whether it be Facebook or Instagram, which, as y'all know, if y'all watched our Instagram versus TikTok uh, episode, that <laughs> Instagram via Facebook, so pretty much Facebook is pretty much fact-checking all the information that gets released through their platforms. Um, so dealing with that, I wanted to queue up some, uh, some video from Mark Zuckerberg himself speaking on this very briefly, just to add some, you know, context to what we're talking about. So I'm going to play that audio really quick. President Trump's tweets were tagged by Twitter with a warning, prompting readers to fact check uh, the posts. In a rare interview, I spoke with Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg yesterday, virtually. Uh, we did that af yesterday afternoon, and I asked him what he thought of Twitter's move. But I think we've been pretty clear on, on what I think the right approach is, which is uh, that I don't think that uh, Facebook or, or Internet platforms in general should be um, arbiters of truth. I think that's a kind of a dangerous line to get down to in terms of um, deciding what is what, what is true and what isn't. Um, and I, I think political speech is, is one of the most um, sensitive parts in, in, in a democracy um, and people should be able to see what, what politicians say. And um, there's there's a ton of scrutiny already. Pol political speech is the most scrutinized speech already by a lot of the media. Um, and I think that, that that will continue. Now, of course, you know, we have we have lines. Um, so, you know, just because we don't want to be determining what is true and false, um, you know, doesn't mean that um, that politicians or, or anyone else can just say whatever they want. And, and our policies are grounded in right. trying to give people as much a voice as possible. That's enough, Zuckerberg. I've heard enough. I've heard enough. Now, I don't know exactly, and I'm going to toss this to whoever wants to take this, but the reason why I play that clip is because obviously y'all know we're dealing with, an, we're in an election season and, you know, it's very, the atmosphere is very political right now. So, Dealing with just information that gets put out towards social media and how there's systems of fact checking. Um, what I really, the question I really want to pose: How do we differentiate, especially with digital media, what's true and what's a lie? Well, first, Zuckerberg was going back on what what he was saying. That shit was a funny fuck because this man was saying that you know politicians shouldn't be marked for saying things and then they said the people should know what's the truth or not so this man was just going back saying the, the internet shouldn't be fact checking the internet basically like the internet shouldn't and that's because he just plays it right in the hand so zuckerberg plays in the hand of of trump that's pretty much all it is but when it comes down to it the people we we know this young people this generation we don't watch the news like that we we don't like to watch the news. We don't like listening to the radio. So we don't really know what's going on around us unless we find out about it on social media. So the social media platforms we follow are the ones that we should find to be truthful. Like if our generation doesn't watch news, doesn't listen to the radio, where news is held, we don't... Shit, newspapers have been dying for years. So how do we know what's going on around us it has to be through social media. So 
when social media starts to say fact checker, that is when we should be, you know, appreciative of that. Like, you know, check the facts before we even think about it because the fact that we don't watch the news, we don't, you know, we don't follow these news, we don't listen to these news uh, platforms. So how are we supposed to know what's true and what's not if we only follow social media? So I believe that they should, they should do this, the fact checking everything, because when you do this, it allows people who only do social media, who, who like, who don't listen to the radio, because we don't have no need for radio. We have Oscorp, we have Bluetooth, we don't need that shit no more. So it allows for us to actually find the truth and statements that are said out there to find what is the truth and what's not. Because honestly, if social media is allowed to say whatever they want, just like, you know, how our grand, you know, us, our South Floridians, you know, our people be on WhatsApp sending, you know, memes and videos to each other. That'd be lies and shit. But, you know, they don't fact check that shit. So how are we supposed, how are they supposed to know it's true or not? Yeah. Our generation, which is going to eventually become the leaders of this society, we do tend to get most of our information from platforms like Twitter and Instagram and not even TikTok. Because I have my younger sister, who's about 11, 12, who's telling me all this stuff she's learning. And it's all through TikTok. So I would say it's a good thing that they want to add some restrictions as um, as far as spreading, quote unquote, fake news, not to, you know, no pun intended, but literally it that's what it tends to be. I'll say this, right? Like all it takes for people to believe something widespread is for somebody who's an influencer, quote unquote, to come out with their opinion and say it very convincing. And then people are like, you know what you have? You have a point there. Like, I kind of agree with you. They could be saying the sky's usually red and it's just blue because that's all our eyes can perceive, but that's not really the case, right? So it's just like, that could be a danger. People could literally learn something that is completely wrong and there's little to no restrictions on it. But I feel like even if, you know, they are to put fact checkers on when it comes to social media, you can't really censor what people on the platforms have to say. So it's kind of like, eh, can you really stop it from spiraling out of control? Yeah. And I mean, the systems of fact-checking, because I, I, even during dealing specifically with just this COVID situation and the information that's been released about, you know, I guess they're fact-checking a lot of the information dealing with the natural in-home remedies of COVID-19. They're like, no, turmeric is not the solution. It does not you know, it can't help anything dealing with your respiratory system. Like, no, you shouldn't take vitamin C to boost your immune system. No, that doesn't work. So it's like, you know, they have their systems of fact checking that is like, because there's a lot of information that gets put out, especially dealing with the political stuff, there's also an aspect to why there's fact checking all of a sudden, because even with this Trump campaign, pretty much this Trump presidency, you know, he's always repeating the mantra of the fake media and the this and the that. This is not true. Uh, these are Facebook bots. These are Russian bots, like things of that nature. So it's like, what makes them qualified to decipher what's truth or what's false is my thing. Because it's like one minute they want to, you know, reference articles and be scientific. And then they want the next minute, they want to give very vague explanations for why they feel this information is false. 
because sometimes it doesn't align up with the platform's agenda, especially dealing with Facebook. So I mean that's I guess that's where I'll take it. I, I I mean that that's that's my piece. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if people even can decide. I mean, hey, they're the ones who are running technology, so maybe they have a system or are developing a system to figure out what's truth and what's not truth. But think about how many people post a day. You feel me? How are they going to scan it at such a large rate? I don't really see that being a possibility. And like I said, unless you're, you're going to move towards censorship, I really don't see how you could stop lies from uh, spiraling out of control. But it's, it's really, I'll say this though, it's really up to the individual to do research on that topic. A lot of times people will listen to what somebody has to say and take it as fact without doing any of their own background research. And that's what gets us screwed up, you know? So we, we you know, we just gotta, we gotta do better at that. Because if we just rely on what everybody else thinks, that leaves you vulnerable to fall for literally anything. If someone is saying, man, this isn't really earth, let's go ahead and you know band together and live in Antarctica. And then what they were saying, what that person was saying was this complete garbage, you end up in the cold by yourself. When it comes down to it, Vinay um, and Damari, you know the, 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 the progression of technology at this rate with AI technology and with just, just technology in general, it is easy for them to capture like false information as soon as you post it. Because I remember I posted this one thing, this one meme, and they tagged that shit as fake as fuck as soon as I posted it. Because it's just that uh, it's like technology is so advanced to this rate that instantaneously they can already, you know, put it through the algorithm. Just like when we search things on Google, you know, we get a, a response in less than, you know, 0. 0.00000 30 of a second. So with that, technology in itself has the ability to do that but these social media platforms should be able to inform us to fact check these things because when we start like going around saying shit or doing shit because we've seen it on social media because apparently that's the news for us that's when we get fucked up because i remember when the coronavirus was coming around and people were saying you know you don't wear a mask. Like, you know, don't wear a, a certain type of mask. And now it's like, just wear a mask. Like, it doesn't matter what the mask is. Just wear a nice, like, you know, mask that's able to, you know, block out particles. So that's that's what they're saying now. But before it was like, oh, you have to get a specific mask to to do this. So the advancement of, of information and, and technology creates this 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 ideology or this 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 interface where people can just say shit when they want to. And if they're not caught out on their bullshit, people are just going to go with it. Like right now, on the other day, it was said that the Taliban support Trump, but they don't say the reasons why the Taliban support Trump about how the Taliban, you know, they just don't want U.S. involvement in their countries in Afghanistan, out in the Middle East. And if Trump is promising to get these people out, which he's, he's recently started promising, then they have no point to support that man. So now people are going to say, oh, well, the Taliban support Trump. You know, the Taliban's a terrorist organization. So that means t Trump is a terrorist. I'm not saying Trump's a good guy now. I'm just saying that when we don't do our further research in some things, then we are only left to what we are told and showed. And that's the same thing why you remember like, 
people can say, oh, this kid was being bullied for this, but we don't see the whole story. We never research it and go further into the whole topic and say, all right, what was going on in that situation? What was what was happening? You remember, like, remember that Australian kid that was, you know, little, little, um, the dwarf that was experiencing dwarfism and was being bullied? And then people started saying, oh, they felt bad for him and shit like that. But they never said, like, this nigga was just cursing people out. Like, he had, like, that, that whole Napoleon complex, so... No one was talking about how he was just like cursing people out and like his mom would come and pull up and say, oh, well, you know, he he can do these things and say these things because, you know, he's he's different from everyone else and shit like that. No one was saying that. They were just saying like, oh, this little boy being bullied. So since no one researched it, they just assume, oh, let's help this little boy. The same way people can just be out like saying, oh, I'm I'm a black man who supports Trump. They don't realize that, yo. I'm a coon. They never researched and said, damn, this nigga's a coon. So they only see what they showed. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel you on that. Yeah, man. And just like, they never, there's never a further context to what the truth is. And that's my thing with these fact checking systems. It's like, you'll see a post, and I know everybody, you know, everybody's into their, everybody believes in at least one conspiracy. At least one. You may not be a conspiracy, but you believe at least one of them shits. Okay, at least one. Am I off? Aliens are real. All right, see that. All right, Facebook. All right, come check this nigga, please. See? <laughs> Prove me wrong. I would tell you that there's beings outside of this planet, but whether you want to call them aliens. Vinay, what do you think? About conspiracy theories? <laughs> yeah, what, cons- what is at least one? Because we're talking about fact versus fiction. What's one conspiracy Yo, theory? I'm not going to lie. I've been on TikTok recently and I scared myself, bro, about these conspiracy theories. I was seeing videos that people were posting about the sun and like everything not being real, um, glitches in the quote unquote matrix where people were frozen, teleporting, cars were crashing into thin air, birds were just frozen up in the sky. Like that kind of stuff scares me. There's a theory that like aliens aren't really in the sky and the government has us looking up on purpose and they really in the center of the poles. Like I can't, I can't do it. Like I was afraid. I was like, yo, I don't know if it's real or not, but I know one thing I'm scared. Some of these conspiracy theories, like they make sense when you start like saying like fast words, but when you start slowing that shit down and like thinking about it, that shit don't make no sense. Like I remember when it was basically how like just like the flat earth thing is like if like, if you speed up I'm like oh you know you know the world just flipped and shit like that you'd be like okay you know if you speed it up like you know if you're talking fast and then you know people can say oh yeah 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 but then you start really thinking about it, it's like yo honestly you're just talking a bunch of bullshit you're just talking really fast so i'm not gonna believe some shit based upon like you know just like some conspiracy theories are real like some glitches in the matrix they say i don't believe some of that shit is real like if this is like if it just happens to happen, like like birds don't really like like nigga, you don't realize that how like I remember like when I think I was touching the same thing that you were saying, like Vinay, like the bird. Birds glide through the air and if the air pushes back, they just gonna stay in that same spot because they can't like fight the wind. They they got hollow bones. Like they can't really do some shit. Like some conspiracy theories don't mean I remember like me and my dad was talking about some and I was like, yo, Pizzagate. And it's just basically just some bullshit. And I'm like, and he's like, yo, that don't make like no sense. So you telling me like niggas like Chrissy Teigen, and and and, and like Donald Glover, and 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 Biden 
are all in the same organization that like touch children. Like that shit don't make no sense sometimes, bro. Like when you think about it, it's like nah, that shit don't make no sense. In a pizza shop, bro. That's where this whole that whole shit started. Like that whole pizza gate shit. They said it's like a pizza shop in Washington D.C. where they have children within the basement of the pizzeria. This is what this that that's a thing. Like that whole hill. Now, it's not to say that child trafficking and all of and sex trafficking isn't a thing because obviously we know by this point the women that continue to go missing especially black women on a day-to-day basis it's ridiculous we know that's a thing but certain niggas with the the pizzagate thing and like the, the shit i was hearing about like all the unsealed court documents and all these politicians that are supposed to be going to jail and because of covid courts aren't open and things like that like it's not like all of the cases because I researched it myself and that's what I that and that's kind of what you have to do with information that gets released on social media. Like you have to fact check it yourself and not wait for the systems to kind of like this is the this is false or this is true. Like hey, if you say you because everyone uses Google, say you pull up like seven sources on Google, read through those things, sift through those, get your answers cross-reference, hey, you might be able, because libraries libraries are still a thing, so whenever they open libraries up, or you may be able to find a book online about it to further research the topic. It just depends on how much you really want to know. So, yeah, so as I was saying with that whole, um, the sex trafficking cases, pretty much in all court dealings, all the documents in court are sealed. If they're unsealed, it's like, if they're unsealed and given to the public, it's pretty much unconstitutional. All of those cases weren't just dealing with sex trafficking because niggas just said it's 500,000 cases of sex trafficking that are sealed in court and no one's talking about it. Like, no, dude, it's not that many. A lot of these are petty drug offenses and other petty crimes that people committed that are still sealed within the court documents. So, I mean. Yeah. And people like hear things like that and they go like on the run with that kind of stuff. Like probably even headlines. People will read the headlines and assume that that's all it is. People don't even take the time to read the description. Don't even think about like most of us going to the website to read the full thing and then taking excerpts of sites, citations, and looking through those to get the true story. Like, nah, we just go with head, we we go with headlines and we use that as the truth. And I'm not going to lie. I've been peeping a lot of influencers play off of stuff like that. Like, they could literally manipulate our minds just with, like, the power of media. And that's something for us to be aware of. Like, if we don't have our minds intact, really, we're just, we're basically robots. We, We, in essence, it's like on the low, we're getting told how to feel. And some of us don't even realize it. Yeah. Like, and I, the shade room and all these other, the blog era, just, oh goodness, it's just, especially with me just being such a heavy hip hop consumer, I had to follow so many blogs because it's just so much propaganda, bro, in this shit. And I I just hate it. You know, I'm not going to say no names, but you know, because I'm, you know what I'm saying? I don't know that nigga, but you know. People just like talking shit, bro. That's pretty much it, bro. People just like, you know how it is. And I'm not a part of that woke community. I hate that word. I and that's oh god, I hate that word. Goodness. Enlightened. I don't I don't like that word neither. I'm just me. And 
there's certain information I've obtained through this journey. Obviously, social media has had some assistance in that, but it's like I've also learned to cross-reference certain things. Yeah, read this article or read something that may even go against what you think. That's another thing. Nobody ever wants to be challenged on their opinion. So it's like it's not even that it's a problem with the fact checkers on Facebook. It's like just general people you'll have certain conversations with on social media. They'll be like, that's a lie. I don't care. I was like, can you even give an explanation? Like, you're just saying you agree to disagree. Like, that's just, this shit is so backwards to me, bro. I don't know. All right, guys. So that was it for that topic. We're about to get into another one. But before we do that, we've got another song by Mikey Moore, our spotlight artist for the week. Yeah, it's going to be fire. So by the way, I don't think anybody said this. Be sure to follow Mikey Moore on all social media platforms, stream his music, all like music platforms. This next song is called Whoa. Let's get it. Hey, hey. Waste it. Waste, 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 waste. They say flow boy tone it down or dumb it down or just a sin But I be damn if your opinion be the one that I depends Well it depends if I was really desperate, sad or not content Mostly sums up all of me, I won't listen to Lucens Y'all can't manipulate the master match, y'all after distant dreams, none of y'all me Y'all can't consummate your life without belief I bet a dollar in the bottom of my pocket of these streets That y'all would never be like me, y'all would never be like me So go and clear, wall. This right here, my atmosphere, I do not hear it, whoa. Go make your presence disappear, just feel my spirit, whoa. Discover beats like pioneers, that perfect steering, whoa. Get through the dirt, I perfect. So yeah, that was uh, Mikey Moore with Whoa. One of my favorite songs by him right now. Be sure to follow him on all social media platforms. And shout out to Wasted Potential. I notice he says that a lot in his songs. Uh, shout out to Gated Community. Shout out to Sidon. Shout all of them out. Shout out all the boys, you feel me? Shout out to Broward, honestly. Wait, let's get back into your 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 music empire. What is that? Like, you've never talked to me about that one. Yeah, so I'm run with. We're actually gonna morph into a entertainment company called Season Stay Zone Nonstop, and um, it's just a bunch of creatives together trying to make it through music at first. But then we're gonna dive into things like film, multimedia, things like that. So we got producers on the team. Me and Nakai were the uh, front runner artists. We've got business people handling the finances and contracts and stuff like that. Yeah, we've got a variety of people. Is this all, yeah, younger people? Is this all about like people in school, people who still on the grind up, or just more like people like you link with some people who are like older who already? To answer your question, everybody's in the same age range. We're all in college. Um, we're all trying to grind and make it together because we figure like, why are we doing this alone? Like if we put our heads together, it's, it's like we synergize. Like if we put all our efforts toward the same goal that we want, we're going to get there. So that's what we're about. Honestly, I think that's a great idea because as long as you don't have like, like little Yachty style thing. You remember when like the sailing team, when he had the sailing team and like the niggas was lazy as fuck. Nobody wanted to do no work. But y'all boys seem like y'all on some grind, like the ASAP mob type shit. So I'm really proud of y'all boys. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep. Let me know what y'all doing. I'd love to do a shoot if y'all boys needed a shoot. We we definitely could work on that for sure. I shout out everybody but season. Shout out season, bro. <laughs> Damn. All right, y'all boys. So I was doing some research 
um, the other day and I came across this person on my For You page and he was talking about uh, his experience with something called DMT. And I found out that it was like, um, like a psychedelic drug. And I was wondering like, okay, what is DMT? I didn't even know what that was. Like, you know, by the way, I'm not really into drugs or nothing like that, but the way he was talking about it, almost like it, he was mentioning things like ego death and just higher spirituality and realizing things that he never um, was able to face sober in the, what they call the natural earth plane. Um, and he even alluded to the fact that there might be other dimensions that you're able to enter through uh, use of psychedelics. Um, so I just wanted to know how everybody on this panel felt and even those listening out there, like how do you guys feel about psychedelics? And also to peek another question, um, how do y'all feel about man-made drugs like Xanax and things like that? Uh, speaking, I'm going I'm to I'm go at this first because speaking, because it's funny you speak about DMT because when we had our like conversations on the Zoom before to get like our topics together, that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about because it's something I figured I was like researching last year. Pretty much like it's it's pretty, I think it's like this toad medicine, like it's this like serum that's excreted from like toads. And it's like, you could put it in like a pipe and smoke it. And I know that sounds like crack, but like, <laughs> that's literally what you can do. Cause it's like a liquid that comes from the toad and you could take that and like smoke it. And like a lot of that is a lot of those like toads where the serum is excreted from. A lot of those toads are here in Florida because you know, the type of like weather we have is very like tropical. It's very like marshy, you know, when it rains and then it's sunny. So it's like very you know, there's a lot of moisture here. It get you know it gets very moist here in Florida. So it's like, um, yeah. But as far as the, I, I I was curious when I was doing my research. I was curious like, what kind of experience would I have if I were to do something like this? Because I know everybody talks about shrooms, and I know Joe's gonna talk about shrooms too. But I mean, I guess I'll start. I, I I was interested when I did my research. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, actually, it's funny that you speak about toads, because from my understanding from the research I was doing, there's two strains of DMT. You have the DMT that comes from toads, and then you have the other uh, DMT that comes from like a specific tree bark, and they extract it. And yes, you could very much so um, do it through a pipe, cart, things like that. Mind you, I don't know much about drugs, but I found it very interesting how eye-opening how I opened and awakened, I would say that this particular person was. And then I started to listen to somebody called Joe Rogan, where he talks about all types of things. Um, so I'll start off with this question. Do you guys have any experience with drugs, whether it's man-made or natural? And if so, like, how do y'all feel about it? What's your take on it? I'm going I'm to take this one. Uh, I got hella experience with drugs, bro. I'm not going to say I'm a druggie now, but I smoked a lot of weed. I take some mushrooms. I did a little bit of, I did, I did, I did some shit. I popped some pills. I drank some lean. I did all that shit. You feel me? I did most of the shit. Like, I wouldn't say most of the shit because there's some other shit that I ain't touch on yet and I don't plan on touching. But I did some shits. And honestly, I get it when it comes down to psychedelics. Now, that weed is, is a good thing, but psychedelics, that's a whole different thing, bro. That's a whole different bar because that shit right there, that is what I would honestly say can make or break you depending on how it is you feel me? or are you yourself because a lot of the times people take some shit and then they fold under the pressure because people smoke some weed and assume shit I'm just high and they just vibe with the high like and then there's some people who freak the fuck out get paranoid because they just don't they just don't understand like they try to fight the drug 
And that's what they freak out on. So if you're going to take drugs, don't fight it because you already take it. So you might as well ride with it. See where it takes you. What What about hemp? You ever tried hemp? I mean, hemp is just what it, I mean, it's the main product of the marijuana plant. Um, I mean, isn't it just mostly, I mean, I use hemp oil for my hair. I take hemp oil for like, you know, for my body sometimes, but. I, I use hemp seeds. Like I drink hemp milk. It's actually really good. I would, I'll check it out. Put me on your guy or wherever you get it from. Publix? Yeah, Bravo. Bravo has it. Thank you. <laughs> but back to what Vinay was saying. When it comes down to drugs, I've taken, a, 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 I've taken some drugs. I've taken, I smoked a lot of weed. I've done some shits. I did a little, I, I did less than a key bump of coke. Less than a key bump. So it's not even that much coke. It's not that much coke. It's a less than a key bump. It's not even that much. That's like that's like basically breathing in like a little bit of dust. That's pretty much it. It's like walking to a dusty room. Dust. You hear this, nigga? Dust. Like, oops, I accidentally inhaled that. Let me ask: Did it? Was it enough for you to feel an effect? Because coke is like, isn't that man-made or am I? It's 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 like a it's like a twist to it. Like it is man-made, but at the same time, it's it's derived from plants. So how'd you feel, or was it like too small of a dose? It's it was it was enough to get a feeling for it, but it wasn't like enough for like you know, I'm not like you know I'm not a crack baby now, so <laughs> it was just um, you get you feel numb. It's a little numbing, honestly, but at the same time you do get that high feeling. It's like for a brief. I didn't have it for like I think I had it for like thirty minutes, maybe less. Um, where you're just like really like really like amped up, like whoo, like you know like like have you ever played sports or anything like post practice pregame like when you amp the fuck up or like Gatorade commercials damn there everyone like how it looks on a Gatorade commercial some Gatorade tastes really bad I'm, I'm just it's the truth I'm just saying like you know how amped they are that's just how it is like it's just amped I haven't touched things like you know like party drugs like that um like Molly and some other shit I haven't really touched those type of drugs but I touch mostly psychedelics no ecstasy no, no, no ecstasy. Um, Ox, Zans, Perks, Hydro. So everything Cardi talked about in his songs, you've done it. Nah, because he talks about like Molly and shit, and I don't touch Molly. Some of that shit just kind of like I'm scared of. So, because like even on small doses, that shit could kill you on small dosage. So I don't want to try it. Um, but when I tried some of these drugs, I was on a, like, I was down bad. So I would say, um, um, man-made versus natural. Natural always has it for the win. Man-made. Honestly, I think the only man-made drug I would take now is probably like an Adderall. But that's only if I'm like really stacked up on work. What does what does Adderall do again? It just basically makes you focus. But the thing is, you got to be in the mindset to ready to focus on whatever you're trying to focus. Because like, I remember I was talking to my cousin and he took an Adderall and this nigga just watched One Piece for like two days straight. So, like, it's really about what you want to focus. Like, you got to focus. You got to, like, like if you got to do work, it's best for you to take an Adderall, start doing the work, and let it kick in while you're doing the work. Don't take one and then assume that whatever you're going to do is just going to, like, all right, it's time to work. Like, you're just going to be stuck whatever you were doing. Like, if you're folding clothes, you're going to just be folding clothes, for, like, for a long-ass time. I want to fold clothes for you. Mari's on his hey beautiful vibe. I want to fold clothes for you. <laughs> Leave me alone. 
No, actually, Damari, I was going to say, um, what about you? What's been your experience and what's your preference, if any? Look, I have never taken drugs. I've been offered weed plenty of times and turned it down every single time. I have no desire to try weed at all. This is a fact because I've offered this man weed and he's turned me down. So this has to be a fact. Yes. Yeah, so like even when my cut, like my cousins have offered me weed plenty of times. I'm like, uh, no, I'm cool. But I'm going to tell you this. I was doing some research on shrooms. Now, there is a def- difference between like what Joe was saying, like the psychedelic shrooms and then the medical mushrooms. Now, I do take medical mushrooms. It's this like mushroom called lion's mane, bro. I'm telling you. The medical mushrooms is where it's at. I'm not really... The psychedelic shit is cool, but, like, the medical shit, like, where it enhances, like, brain function, bro, I've been able to do so much ever since I started taking this lion's mane. It comes in, like, a liquid form, and you could get it in, like, a pill capsule. My goodness. The, but the way my brain works, I could think about, like, 50 different things and multitask and shit. Like, like it's really dope. So there's that, and... I really like tequila. Tequila's nice. Tequila, your little little tequila in your system. It, at least for me, my experience with it, I felt like it was the god particle after I talk about. It. I'm not the head, I'm not the dark liquor type of nigga. I like the I like the light shit. So I fuck with tequila. I got a question, Demari. So basically, you're a little. You're a little, have you ever been dumb drunk, like like blackout drunk? No, I've only been tipsy. Never been blackout drunk. Have you ever been drunk drunk, like you know? Like, tipsy is okay, because tipsy, yeah, you can't drive, but tipsy is like, all right, you still yourself. But have you ever been drunk where you're like, yeah, man? No, never. I don't think I'll ever get to that point, I feel like. That's what you think. Next you know, you're going to start drinking. Like, you're going to go out one day, you're going to start drinking. You see some nice, dark-skinned women, you're going to be like, ah, time to get get drunk. Next you know, this man, Demar, is going to be dancing off his ass, doing backflips, he going to be saucing up girls. He going to be hitting up the cozy method. He going to be like, hey. He not even going to say, hey, beautiful. He going to be like, hey, you look very beautiful. I, I, you know, I, I like the way you look. I like how you're dressing. Let me get your name. Let me get your number. In person. How going to do it on the DMs? In the DMs, he's just going to slide and be like, what's up? Not even what's up. What's up? So I would never. I'm not following anything according to your playbook. I'm staying out of your playbook. I don't want to follow the cozy method. The cozy method gonna get you smoked. That's what the, the cozy method gonna get you smoked. Know what I'm saying? What what the young nudie said? You know, the little itty bitty dog gonna get some hoes, but the big boys. That's where you are gonna get run chase the hoes away. If you want the hoes, you gotta you gotta try a little different way. I'm not going to listen to young nudie either. So anyway, to pretty much wrap up my answer to Vinay, those are pretty much the two things. I feel like. Yeah, I mean that, that tequila, man. That tequila, bro. I know, I know, Vinay. I know you don't drink or nothing like that, but shit, I know me. That tequila, bro. You you get me with some tequila. You know what I'm saying? Some music, some real beautiful women. <sighs> Listen, man. I, I we might have to hit up some parties when this is all over. I'm not gonna lie. I need to see Damari on tequila. I'm not a proponent of alcohol just because I don't like how it makes me feel. I've had. One horror story, and that was it. Like, <laughs> I can't. I, 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 you gotta let us come on now. You can't just leave us hanging. Oh, <laughs> All right. So it was um, right before Corona started. Actually, when niggas wasn't taking shit serious for real, we were at my friend's twenty first party. So you know she was gonna turn up, and she had like all sorts of liquor on deck. It was me and my homies, 
And I was like, you know, I'm just going to have a sip because I was driving. I brought my own car to the event. Mind you, I had nothing to eat and no one told me, hey, Vinay, you might want to eat something if you're going to drink. I'm like, okay. So I'm on an empty stomach and I start drinking. I'm like, you know what? I don't feel nothing. See, I'm the type of person, if I feel like something's not hitting, I'm going to do it more until I feel an effect. So I start, I guess you call it crossfading. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Crossfading is when you're like taking drugs and drinking. You was off your ass, huh? Yeah, it, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good time. The thing is, were you trying to fight, fight the feeling? That's what it was, was it? No, nah, I was vibing, but it got, to, remember, so I was driving. So it got to the point where people were like, yeah, Vinay, go ahead, do you. But then I took it too far. I tend to take things way too far. So my friends who love the party, they were like, Vinay, bruh, how you, get, how you getting home? So long story short, I ended up like, some one of my friends had to pay somebody to drive my car home. So some random guy that I had met that night ended up driving my car a block away from my house because I was still sober enough to say, listen, you're not going to drop me off in the driveway. Like a block home, I can take the rest. So I did that and everything was fine. I was vibing with it. I was having fun. As soon as I woke up, I was like, yeah, feeling good. And I threw up all over my bed, bruh. That was the worst feeling that I had ever faced. So I'm just, I'm going to say this. If something hurts my body, (laughs) I'm not going to do it again. That's just how I feel. So what, wait, what was the liquor you were drinking? I couldn't even tell you. I'm not that experienced. I Hennessy, just know it was dark. Hen- is it? it could, what, what's the what's the dark liquor, Joe? Hennessy. What else? I mean, they got like it's mostly just whiskeys that are dark. So like you got Hennessy, you got um, shit. I don't really know. I'm not a drinker like that. I don't really. I don't. I rarely drink because I just I just have a fear that I might like die. Or I, I might get addicted to it and then like become an alcoholic. So I just kind of just rarely drink. So I'm not really that that known. I mean, I see what you're saying, but you were a weed smoker at one point. Yeah, like heavily. Because here's the difference between me and like with drinking and smoking. That drinking, that's what made Vinay throw up. That smoking, I ain't never. I mean, I think the only time I've ever thrown up from smoking. It was like I stopped smoking for like two years and then I decided to hit some like OG Kush and like premium shit. I have an OG Kush. I think it was just like some some chocolate. I think it was like chocolate Kush or some shit like that. And I was hitting the bitch and I was hitting the shit too much. And I started choking. And then I was like, uh, no, you know, when you got that, like I started coughing and I was like, uh, oh, my God, this, this cough is getting too serious. And I just kind of just like, oh, God. And I just kind of just threw up some water and shit. But other than that, I didn't really, I never threw up, threw up like that. Like, off of drinking, drinking, shit. I fucked up my own broom once. I saw him touch that shit. Yo, I felt that. Like, the bucket was full, and I didn't eat anything. That, I, I swear, like, the, I don't recommend it. Like, for those who drink, like, more power to you. Congrats. That's not me, man. Like, I threw up my whole internal organs. So we're not going to see Vinay consuming any liquor anytime in the future if we were to like go out and do something at all. Uh, I'll stick to the music, bruh. And I'll still have a good time. Like I'm not a light, like I'm not a Debbie Downer. Like I'll still you could, you could do a little chaser. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do to take it straight. We'll see. We'll see. We'll just have to see when the day comes. But I, uh, this is the same thing. So if we out, right? Me, you, Vinay, Demari. I would shit. Me, Demari, Vinay. We we all out, right? And I say, 
hit the blunt. I'm not saying you smoke the bitch off. I just say hit the blunt. Would you hit the blunt? Me, I'm going to take it too far. Like, I'm just one of them people. That's why I stay away from that kind of stuff. I'm just going to take the whole blunt if that's possible. I'll be like, yo, what are we doing hits for? Just like a blunt apiece. Like, I go all out. Like, so, nah. I, honestly, if I if I know this is how you are, and this is for all my peoples out there, like, whoever I fuck with, if I know that, like, you telling me this now, like, you know how, like, you know, you might take some things too far. Honestly, as a good friend I am, I'm not going to let you take a whole blunt and think you're going to be okay. Like, honestly, I, I know that you can't handle it. I'm not saying, like, yeah, you, like, if you can handle it if you're at home or if you, like, staying at a B&B or a hotel or, you know, whatever you at. But if you, like, going out to an event and I know you can't really handle it that much, I'm not going to have you doing some shit that you don't need to be doing. You feel me? Like, you hit the blunt two times. That's pretty much it. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm going to have to take the blunt back for me because at the end of the day, you don't want to be too intoxicated. You don't want to be too, too, too high right there. So just knowing your limits pretty much. Yeah. So even with the natural shit, like you still kind of too much of anything is not good. You know what I'm saying? Too much of anything is not good. I guess that's what, what you could kind of get from this conversation. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, since I shared my story, shit, what are y'all stories? The worst experience on any type of advanced chemical. Wait, I could tell you this one story about the time I took caffeine. Oh my fucking God, bro. Me and caffeine have a bad relationship. And I know I sound like, oh damn, Damari, really? You can't take caffeine, bro. Me and caffeine, bro. So it was, this was like in high school and it was like, you guys know like five hour energies, right? I'm about to take two of them hoes and knock out some homework. Bro, too much of that, bro. So let me explain. It was one morning, and I was really tired. And I was headed to school. I had to wake up for the bus. And I also had to finish some homework. I didn't finish the homework yet. So what I pretty much did is all about, yo, I didn't get no sleep last night. Trying to finish this homework. Still didn't finish some other homework. And I got to go to school. So what I did was take two not one, but two bottles of five-hour energy. My goodness, my nigga. When I say my heart was beating out my fucking chest, dude, <laughs> this shit was ridiculous. Like, I felt like I was going to just die in class. Because I was in, I was like, when I realized this shit was happening, I was in math class. I was like, bro, is my heart about to fucking stop right now? It was the worst feeling of my life, bro. Like, I had to go to the office and everything. They said they couldn't do shit for me, though. They just sat me on that table and said, nigga, you got to get back to class. We don't know what the fuck to do for you. You didn't drink two bottles of five-hour energy. Yo, they said back to work. It, it, was, it was so crazy. So caffeine. And then, like, the other day, I took, it was no, it was, like, a little before the pandemic had started. I had, like, took. I didn't even know there was caffeine in it. I drank some tea with caffeine in it and had like the same thing. I, I was like going really crazy out of my head. So just, that's, I mean, just caffeine is a no for me, bro. Any type of caffeine, I can't do caffeine. Me and caffeine have a bad relationship. Terrible. Honestly, after listening to like y'all two stories, I don't know if that's like the peak of it, but honestly, I've had. I have some, I have like a lot of stories, but like, I'll just break it down to like one. Um, I would say this is like right after I graduated. And right after I graduated, I was just 
chilling. I was like, you know, I just, my, my, my ex just left me. I was on some shit. I was like, you know, I wasn't like crying, but I was like, shit, I got to get back out there. I got to do some shit. So I was like, yo, I hit up some of my homies who I don't fuck with no more. And I think I was working at, I was working at Macy's. And I remember I got off at like 10 o'clock and I took the bus to the crib. And after I got off the crib, my homie hits me up. He's like, yo, what you about to do? I said, nah, I'm just chilling right now. Nigga says, all right, bet. He scoops me up. And at this point, it's like, I think 11, 11, 11, 20, 11, 30. And we slide out to Hollywood Beach. I don't know where y'all boys are. And we slide to this hookah bar. And at that time, I was still 18. So I, you know, I'm just, you know, I shit. I was lucky to get in the bitch. I wouldn't even say because it was mostly a bar more than a hookah. And next thing you know, we start pounding some drinks. It's me, him, and then some old coworkers I was fucking with back in, like when I was working at Popeye's. And we started pounding some drinks. This is like the second time we did this. We pounded some drinks and I'm drunk off my ass at this point. Cause I think I was like, he was, he was buying and I was getting whatever he was getting. I was getting too. And he was driving. So I was just getting like pretty much whatever the fuck I felt like. So I was just getting like four shots of gray goose. And then two of those like nice, like I forgot the, like some blue raspberry drink. And I was just drinking that bitch off. And at this point, you ever see, like, those movies and TV shows where niggas, like, pissing and he, like, can't aim because he's drunk as shit? Like, that's me. That's me at this point. I'm drunk as shit. I'm, like, pissing all over the place in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, God, I feel like a, I feel like I'm a piece of shit for doing it. But I'm like, <laughs> don't care. And so <laughs> I'm moving on. Next, you know, this nigga said, oh, yo, there's a flex out. Um, there's a flex all the way out by Southwest Ranches. So that's, like, all the way across. So I'm like, all right, bet, let's just slide. So we slide. And next, you know, I drank one four loco. And I don't know what y'all boys know about that, but I drank one full four loco. I think it was the gold one. And then I start smoking and I'm smoking like, I'm in like four different rotations at the same time. And I'm going in and out, in and out, in and out. And at this point, I am so gone that honestly, I can't remember anything like I don't remember anything all I remember is this is something what he told me like everything I'm saying like at this point is what he told me I'm hitting on white bitches I'm hitting on Indian bitches I'm swimming in the pool like I'm swimming in in the B&B's pool and I still got like I'm swimming with my shirt on in my boxers and I'm swimming in the pool I'm so gone that I start just vibing out and just dancing like, this is before I, I hopped in the pool. After I get in the pool, that's when I just start floating around and just, like, he just had to just come and get me. Because, like, he's like, yo, I was embarrassing his ass. So I'm like, fuck it. Next thing you know, I throw up all over his car, like, yelling. I'm screaming. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm getting mad at him because, like, he pulling me away from bitches. But obviously I wasn't getting bitches because I'm, like, drunk off my ass and high as shit. And... At this point, he's like, bro, borderline, I thought you died. Because I just stopped talking and stopped moving for like a little minute, like he told me. Honestly, I had to I had to clean up his car. You know, I gave him a little bit of bread for that because, I, I, you know, I was just going too far with it. And after that, I, I woke up at my grandmother's house. He, like, he told me he dropped me off at my grandmother's house. And I was just at my grandmother's house. And I, was, and I woke up on the couch. And I woke up and my shirt is like moist. My pants are, are like moist. I'm just like, my hair is like shit. I feel like shit. I look like shit. Like I wake up like an hour before everyone else. So I just kind of just like hop in the shower, clean up a little bit, but I'm still drunk and I'm low key still kind of high. So 
I'm like, shit. Uh, and I just, I sleep like a whole day straight. And when I wake up, when I tell you I was like, I was okay, but at the same time, I felt lingering effects of this shit. It was, it was not a good feeling. Like I, I, that's why I don't do it no more. Like I'm not drinking and smoking. If, if I smoke, I smoke. If I drink, I'm a drink. But I'm gonna hold my limit. Cause that shit had me like gone, gone. So you said you were off a of four local. You were smoking weed. You did hookah, right? Nah, I didn't do hookah. I didn't do hookah. I was just drinking. So you were just drinking just the four loco. No, I was drinking at the bar. I was drinking like some gray. I drink like four shots of gray goose straight to the head. Whatever you're drinking, whatever alcoholic beverage you're drinking, if you chug that bitch, you are going to get twice as drunk because that shit is just hitting you straight to your system. So I was chugging everything. I took four shots of Grey Goose and then I chugged like two of those blue raspberry beverages I saw I was I was having at the bar. And that's what had me drunk off my ass. And then in the car, he already had a Fort Loco and we I was drinking, I was chugging the Fort Loco. And then I got to the party and that's when I started smoking. So you're just doing a lot of shit tonight. You were ODing. I was I was off I, I was old the fuck Dean. That's why I could relate when Vinay was like saying like she was just crossfaded because that shit, the high is what kept me stable enough because the high brought me down a little bit, but the, the drunk, that's what had me gone. Like, I didn't know shit. Like, honestly, if you asked me my name, I would have just, I wouldn't even know. I didn't even know. I have like hella stories like that. I remember one time I took like six oxys in the middle of like, this was when, like, remember when Dillard had that block schedule? No, no, no. This was like the year before we had the block schedule. I was at Dillard and I took six oxys in like the spirit of like three hours and I almost died. Like, like a homie had to punch me in the stomach to throw up so I could like regain some consciousness, bro. I had to call out of work and everything. Damn, oxy. Damn. What does oxy yeah, even do? I've never, I think I got, pres- no, it was coding I got prescribed when I had that attack. Muscle reliever, I guess. They're all like in the same. Sudafed kind of family. Yeah, it sounds like that man-made stuff will really get you out of here. Yeah, quick. bro. That that was a crazy. I I think I got I had one of my homies addicted to that shit, and I kind of had to like sit him down and be like, "Yo, you can't, you can't do this shit no more, bro." Like, cause like I was selling them as well as I was taking them, and when I was selling them, he was like, he started like taking them, and like he used to buy a lot, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, you gotta relax." Like, like as a friend, you you can't be taking this shit. So I'm what I'm getting from both you and Vinay's stories. Y'all are heroin fiends com- compared to me. <laughs> I'm really not into that kind of stuff. I just um, when I have moments to you know be free, hang out with my friends. Sometimes we'll indulge, but not really. We're not really built like that. And I don't want to get to because I think I have an addictive personality. So I don't ever want to get to the point where I try those things and I can't stop. So I know my limit because I won't stop. <laughs> I know that. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that. And but like, yo, like the only, the only, like the only situations where I really like to drink because when I did it, I was at a club. We vibing, you know what I'm saying? Especially with music, man. You feel the music different. You really only drink socially. Yeah, I'm not like, uh, like sat. I've never like sat down in my house and like, ooh, let me just get the Don Julio and put it with some orange juice. Uh, get some rum and put it with some cranberry. Like I've never been that kind of nigga. Like I, the only time I ever did it was just, it, it was in a club scenario. You know what I'm saying? Everybody vibing, we dancing that. That's what it was. You know what I'm saying? So 
going back to um because I really wanted to dive into the whole psychedelics aspect. I know we might be running out of time or whatever. Um, but Cozy, I remember when we were talking about this off camera, uh, you were really a big proponent of psychedelic use in micro doses. I wanted to speak on that because initially that's what I was really inquiring about. Like, this, like, do psychedelics really take people to a next dimension if done correctly? Yes, all of that is true. Yes. Um, I took shrooms. I took one. I took one trip on shrooms, and I was like a while ago. So, like, that was like I think like two, three years ago. But after that, I didn't take another trip. I just, but recently, honestly, I've been dealing with a lot of shit. Like, I've been dealing with like the death of my grandmother, um, stress from you know trying to like you know the whole thing about you know being patient with life and you know just trying to figure it out, having like some disconnecting with my family, disconnecting with my friends, disconnecting with my, you know, my, my significant other, all that. So as I'm doing this, like right now, I recently was on shrooms and I was microdosing. Shout out to my plug though. Shout out to her. Um, and in microdosing, it felt similar to what you were talking about, like ego death and everything like that. Like I have, I had a lot of pride. I had a lot of pride and a big ass ego feeling like, I was better, like, you know, I'm not in the wrong. I, I don't have any problems, shit like that, right? So I just have this big-ass ego, this a lot of pride and shit like that in myself. So during this, I was really knocking down a lot of barriers within myself that I thought I would never knock down. And I mean, when it comes down to it, I am 20 years old. And when I tell you I've never connected to my brother in my entire life until after I started taking these shrooms, I started to see something that I didn't see before and I tell you I was having like a problem with my cousins and I like you know issues within myself and dealing with a lot of depression especially with the death of someone in your family especially with the death of like and you're trying to reinvent yourself and go through all that it took a lot for me to realize that yo like that's a lot of pressure on you and when I was taking it I felt more relieved in my life than I ever had because before I was such I would say I wasn't like suicidal but I was such in a bad place that I didn't really give a fuck about my own life and so during this like the whole micro dosage it, it it felt like more of an inner peace and inner happiness which caused me to be able to confront some of the issues I was having and during this whole thing it felt more relieved within myself than I ever had in my entire life. And when I mean I, I took some different drugs and I did different things, this wasn't like, oh, I'm high. I, like, you know, when you high, you sometimes you forget your problems when you're drunk. Like, you know, you 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 thinking about like what's going on around you, like in the moment. So like throwing these, all these different like drugs, but this, this made me ready to confront my problems, ready to confront my issues, ready to actually sit down and face the issues I was having. Because honestly, it's like this. I was feeling like I had no purpose in life. I was lost. Uh, shit wasn't right for me. Nothing, like, you know, nothing's going right. No one loves me, shit like that, right? I felt lonely and I felt like within myself that this was the worst point in my life. During this, like, during the whole thing, I only I, I went to Georgia and I spent some time with my family up there. I quit my job 
because I was just unhappy. All this shit was happening. I quit my job. I was unhappy. I I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't dealing with it. I wasn't I, everything was just terrible. So I'm working a 40 hour job. Sometimes I'm doing overtime, 60 hours a week. I'm in school. I have a full time, you know, significant other. I I have like things I want to do and shit like that. And I'm running away from all my problems at the same time and trying to deal with them thinking, all right, I'm going to be straight. So like there was so much shit I was doing. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to just quit my, like every idea that someone was telling me, I was up to do it. Like, like this is the thing my father told me, a desperate man willing to compromise is a dangerous man. I was willing to sell my, my laptop to quit my job. I was willing to put off like life and quit shit to do things that I what I thought was going to make me feel bad. I was ready to get a dog. And I'm not saying, you know, for other people who gets dogs out there, that's it's a bad thing. But when you get a dog or when you get like a living creature just to make you feel happy, you rely on that animal way too much. So I was going to rely on a dog or anything to make me feel better within myself. And that wasn't the right thing to do. Like I wasn't in the headspace to to help that. Like I was shit. I was terrible with my money, and I was gonna go get a dog that was gonna cost me about like maybe a hundred dollars every two weeks. And I'm already getting paid weekly, and I'm already broke as shit every week. So why would I do that? So during this, like during the microdosing and during like the whole process, I was also meditating and working out, and you know, really just on a water diet. And because before that, I was just putting on a bunch of weight, just eating and, and just fucking around all the time. So it was an awakening within myself because it's not like a one day thing. It was a process to, for me to be on it. Like I was I was on it like I'll take it one day and then the next day I was still kind of feeling its effects. And then the third day I was off of it. And I was doing that for about like I said, like 20 days. I, I took it. There was 20 days that I actually took it. So I guess what's that? Like 60 days that I was on it. So I'm on it for like 60 days. And within that 60 days, I've regained some things that I never thought I would. I've realized some situations that I really told myself that, like I told myself, yo, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to be like that type of person. Because honestly, I was putting myself in situations that I didn't have to do. I re- like I cut all that shit out, like the people I'm around, the things I'm doing, you know, what activities I want to do in my life. And I and that's why recently I've I've done a lot more thinking. Like it's a process to get to where you want to be. But as long as you're making the steps and preparation, you should be fine no matter what. So I'm always gonna be for psychedelics. So, so are you saying the psychedelics like have helped you internally reflect? Yes. Do you think you could have been able to accomplish that without the psychedelics? No. That's because, like, like you were saying, the medical drugs, like the medical mushrooms. Um, I was on mushrooms. I was on shrooms. So the medical shrooms, they're good because I can't. Like, I I looked it up, and I looked it up. Yeah, it's good. But when it comes down to reflecting and finding yourself and doing some things, because you can take some shrooms and trip out. That's that's one thing. But microdosing is something I would recommend for for some for some people because you gotta be safe with it. You gotta like you gotta do some research, and also it's gonna be a lot of trial and error. 
because you're going to be thinking like, okay, because you got to look at it like this, your size compared to how much you're eating and what you're doing and what's going on. Cause a 0.5 for me might be a 0.3 for someone else grams. So it takes some time and you don't want to overdo it and you don't want to underdo it. Cause then if you underdo it, you're going to be like, I don't feel the effects of it. If you're overdoing it, you're going to be like, ah, oh, man, I was trying to do it without the psychedelics. Right. But when I was on the psychedelics, that's when I realized it opened my mind to the things that I already knew and was trying to teach myself. Cause I already knew like, yo, I'm not like some people be like, yeah, you know, they like, this is the biggest thing. I don't know what I want to be in life. I'm not like some people that are saying, oh, I want to be a, you know, an artist. I want to be a singer. I want to I be a doctor or a fireman or a police officer. I'm not one of those people. So when it came down to this, this was something I was doing within myself to realize that I don't have to be like those people. I can do multiple things. I just got to set myself up right. Maybe it's time for me to take a different approach to the things that I'm doing. Maybe it's time for me to Go out there, seek help from people, you know, talk to people, do some things, doing things that I wasn't normally doing, going to places I wasn't normally going. Okay. All right. I, I, I get it. I get it how these things can be of a system. So to wrap this up, for those that are listening, understand that whether it be psychedelic or medical, everything in life must be done with a high level of moderation. Uh, you are the source. You are the fate of your own reality uh that's how i'll conclude i don't know if Vinay has anything else yeah i couldn't have said it any better like everything done in moderation and if you know yourself you know that it's not gonna really affect you um you know have at it but still have moderation but if you know that you have you know an addictive personality i really plead don't do it it's not it's not worth it if you could turn up on your own do that um but if you are somebody um, that is has interest in it because I just want to know more about it, right? If you're going to do things like psychedelics and um, marijuana and alcohol, do it with purpose and do it with pride because this is your life. You don't want to ruin it um, behind no stupid shit. I get right on my own time. When I hit the rope, I close line. When I hit the dope, I nose dive. When I peak scopes, I load nine. Check wind and clicks on my calibration. Make sure I aim, hit dome shot. Need position, bang percussion. You can bet that I'm gonna make drum lines. Broward County gives it eating. Lost my uncle while he was sleeping. I lost my cousin to the flop. Can't believe these niggas leaving. My head stayed low prior graduation. I ain't graduated for the fuck of it. More you smart, what you doing rapping, man? You really could have been a scientist. Bill used gloves, I used oven mitts. It was Bill's barrier to other. Kids. I was making dope, I was making bread, never really cared for the other no shit. Fuck. Cut school just to serve it down. Fuck you if you judge my life. Wasn't dumb cute till I wrap this knife. Fuck a dumb view. Get your money right. Yeah, the sunland, yeah, the shallow side, yeah, the lakes is what I call it. And that was a record by Mikey Moore called Youth. Once again, you know he's our spotlight artist of the week. Um, dope artist. Once again, we repping Broward. I want y'all to get out there and stream his music. Let's go. So now we got music updates this week. A lot of great music has come out within the last two weeks since our last recording. Uh, first, obviously, uh, Savage Mode 2, uh, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin. That came out. Fuck with that project. Uh, Back Home by Trey Songs released this, this past Friday. Jay Electronica just put out his longtime unreleased project called Act 2. Uh, the Patents of Nobility. Um, 
Terrence Martin, Robert Glasper, Knife Wonder, and Kamasi Washington put out the Dinner Party Dessert. The original Dinner Party was pretty, pretty much just a bunch of jazz instrumentals with a few vocalists on there. Look, man, we are going to wrap this up. This has been a great podcast uh, as far as content. Shitty in terms of sound, but y'all won't hear that shit, though. So, uh...